Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. <clears throat> you know, when when we get involved in a relationship, we we many of us are here or at least are second guessing relationships because we've been really hurt in the past. And in many cases, it's we feel like you know what, going out and dating is not worth it. it, it the the challenge to find the right person that's not going to kind of in the end dump us in the mud is really, while I'd still, and again, some of us think this way, not all of us, while I'd still maybe like a relationship, how much effort do I want to put into this? It hasn't turned out well. And we're having a hard time because society is changing and the dating rules have changed and kind of women in general are changing a little bit, I think. If you look at... um I'm going to be putting out a video after this one, and so watch that one next. I'll try to put upload them both at the same time. But it's about how women are selecting guys and why online dating has become so popular where people aren't really even meeting in person anymore. And the choices that they're choosing are only literally the top couple of percent of men. And so many of us say, you know, how do we change this? How do we fix this? Or how do I, how do I navigate through this if I do want to date? And I think the way that we can make something happen is by not making something happen. In other words, if if we need to kind of bring things back to the playground and bring things back to an area where we feel that we have a little bit more understanding and control and and can navigate dating, we need to get it back to where it it, it brings us not necessarily an advantage, but back on even par. I'm going to I'm going to link a couple of stories here and I want to talk about them but we're going to get to the point of of dating and not dating here in a moment but everything I'm going to read you here is relevant and and it's not going to seem like that way at first and and maybe this is maybe this is me kind of going off on a tangent but these I was reading these stories and one linked to another and I did a little digging and it reminds me of dating now today and and don't ask me how my brain connects the two it doesn't necessarily make sense but it will in the end. At least I hope it will. So let me let me record this and you'll see what I'm talking about. So from the Chicago Sun-Times, and this is from a couple of weeks ago, the mayor, this uh, woman here in the blue, she went out to get her hair cut. And she needed to get, she said she needed to get it done. But in the same token, she had told everybody to um, not go out and to stay locked down and to stay isolated. Don't go out. For, you know, you don't need to go out for this, that, and the other, just for essentials, which is food, so on and so forth. But then she goes out and she gets a haircut. And her quote was, uh, I'm the public face of the city. She said, looking somewhat taken aback. I'm on national media and I'm out in the public eye. The mayor also pointed out that the woman who cut her hair wore gloves and a mask. I'm practicing what I'm preaching. So I don't know what all those talking heads that advise us to stay home are doing about their beards, mustaches, and manes. I don't care. So she can keep everybody locked down. But what if I have a job that I'm seen in the public? Maybe I'm not the mayor, but maybe I'm a newscaster. Maybe I'm a news reporter. But my beard, my mane doesn't count? Well, this isn't a guy-girl thing. It's just the point. that It's saying one thing and doing another. And if you've seen my last... 10 videos. I'm always talking about how I don't like hypocrisy. I don't like rules for thee and not for me. I, that, that just does not work for me. Parody and, and evenness across the board. But my point is, she said to do one thing and then did another. So what's her message to those that don't 
that don't do as she says, right? Listen to this. This is a 39-second clip, but I want you to hear the emphasis she puts on you to stay home. And again, trust me, this has to do with dating. I know it doesn't seem like it. We will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail, period. There should be nothing unambiguous about that. Don't make us treat you like a criminal. But if you act like a criminal and you violate the law and you refuse to do what is necessary to save lives in the city in the middle of a pandemic, we will take you to jail, period. Okay, so... So the whole point is here that um, she's okay to go out in distance, but if you do it, you are going to get locked down. Now, bear with me. We're almost there, but this has an overall theme. But just remember this. Good for me, not for thee, right? Here in Minnesota, a Minnesota NBC station fires weatherman after reposting comparison of reopened protesters to angry old-timey Germans. So first... First, they say, I'm going to, I'm, everybody needs to do what I say, but I'm going to do what I want. And then if they can't control what you're doing, they start calling you names. They start, and when I say they, I mean whoever you may be in a relationship or society trying to control how men think, how men act, how men do, right? A good example, I decide, hey, you know what? I want to stay single. I don't want to date I don't want to be involved in a relationship. What do they say to you? Who hurt you? Oh, you're just involuntarily celibate. You're an incel. Um, you need to man up. So the, the words come to try again to control you, to get you to do what they want you to do. And again, I'm, when I say they, I'm talking about whoever speaks to us this way when, when they're trying to get you as a man to do something for a woman or to date or when you just say, hey, I'm out. I, I'm not interested anymore. So first the rules come, then the name calling comes. Now, now here, a poll, of, uh, a poll says 12% of Americans stay another month of, say another month of social distancing may lead to not affording food. So there's your motivation for people breaking the lockdown. They say, hey, I, I have to open my business or it's going to fail. I have to go back to work. I have to not listen to you. There's there's some ruling there, right? And this is from the UK. Is this really essential travel? Bentley owner is spotted getting his car cleaned while yet more DIY shoppers at the range flout government orders to buy paint and wallpaper. And here are people out just, you know, doing their thing. And then we have protests here. Shut down unrest from California to New York. Thousands across the nation turn out for lockdown protests. Okay, so now here's where this related to my school of thought that I'm going to talk about today. When you decide that you don't want to do what society expects of you, first they're going to call you names, then they're going to you know threaten you with something, and eventually if enough men don't participate and ignore all of this being thrown at them, there's nothing they can do. You see, if if a thousand people protest and they say, hey, like this this mayor from uh, Chicago, if she says, hey, we're going to lock you up. Okay, that's maybe 10 people. What if 10,000 people show up and they say no? What if 100,000 people show up and they say no? Well, you can't arrest them all, can you? You can't stop them from doing what they're going to do. 
The same thing comes when men, to men and about men, when we talk about, hey, what kind of, you know, I'm not a big marcher. I'm not a guy that goes out and protests. I'm just a guy that's that doesn't like the way things are turning out for me. Whether it's dating, whether it's being called names, whether it's being put down, whether it's being told that I'm the reason that society is bad. Well, just by not showing up, that's your protest. That is your, uh, by not participating in relationships, that is your protest. And so when you do this, you know, right now I am protesting. What happens when men say, you cannot control me, you can't shame me, you can't call me names and make me do what you want me to do. I'm not going to participate. Well, first, things like OnlyFans, you know, and, and the the money-making machine that that is, that goes away. Then men being taken advantage of in relationships goes away. If you looked at the story I did just two or two videos ago or one video ago, uh, men are not getting married anymore. So you see, women control the activity in the bedroom. They decide who they will allow to participate in that with them, but men control relationships. Men are the ones usually that determine whether you're going to to ask a girl out. Uh, men are the ones that usually determine uh, if they're going to ask a woman to marriage. Now, yes, ultimately you may say a woman controls that because she can say yes or no, but what if the man doesn't ask in the first place? Then there is no yes or no to happen. So men really do control whether a woman gets married or not. I've been asked to marry a woman. You know, when I got married before, I never, I've still never asked a woman to marry me. I was asked. Unfortunately, I said yes. But the whole point is that men can, can control this. So when, when you decide, hey, I don't like the way dating is going. I don't like the way the court systems treat men when it comes to marriage, when it comes to child custody, when it comes to divorce. I don't like how I'm treated. When it comes to dating and you say that, you know, women are now... Um, Women are not kind of keeping to their word when you say, hey, I want a relationship and here's the expectations of a normal relationship and it fails or she leaves or you catch her, you know, texting some other guy behind your back. And if you say, hey, I don't like the way society is doing dating right now and I don't like the way that people are accepting the rules to relationships right now, I'm out. What you're doing is you're taking control of the situation. Now, maybe it's only a, a hair. Maybe it's only just a whisper. And again, if one protester or 10 protesters, maybe even 100 protesters ignore things, they might all get arrested. But if a million show up or 100,000 show up, you can't arrest them all. The same thing goes with men and relationships. If you are unhappy with the way that your relationships turned out, if you are unhappy the way men are portrayed in media today, the way that we're always shown as being dummies in a commercial and the strong, smart, successful wife comes in, corrects it, or the, the woman comes in. Well, if you don't like the portrayals that, that, that kind of society is doing, the only way you can do is say, you know what, I've had enough. I'm not going to give your company money. That's why many of us don't buy Gillette razors anymore, even though it's, what, a year, year and a half after the the, the, the whole commercial that came out. I, I haven't made a, a list list, but I have a little mental list of pro products where I just say, you don't get my money anymore. I don't pay for Disney movies anymore. I just don't. I don't pay for certain products, and then I don't participate in certain things, and then I'm not going to date when I don't like the way that relationships and the way men are treated in them. And I'm not going to get married and I'm not going to cohabitate because I don't like the way the laws protect women 
and whatever they say goes. Again, it's if if a woman says something that you've done something inappropriate, but the truth of it is you didn't. There is no investigation. They just show up and arrest you and take you away, because you know, man, bad. So my whole point to this whole whole video is just this. If you just say no, if you just say no, I'm not going to do what you want me to do anymore. I'm not going to participate in the way you want me to participate. I'm not going to date or I'm not going to, if, if I'm not treated the way I want to be treated, you can't do anything about it. They can't control you. Now, it does mean you have to make some sacrifices. It does mean you have to change your lifestyle a little bit, but it also means that you get control and you get to put your penny in the pile saying, until things change, I'm out. And if more men do this, it's just like here when, when, again, more and more and more people show up, eventually too many people will just say, you know what, I'm going to ignore the government. I'm going to ignore these rules that you've put in place. I'm going to open my business and go back to work. And if the entire city does this, the government, the governor or the government or the mayor or whoever can keep yelling, no, 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 but you've got millions of people just ignoring them and there's nothing they can do about it. And so in the end, the mayor either has to keep yelling no and realize that everyone is ignoring them and maybe to save face, they have to say, all right, you know, after close assessment and listening to the people, I'm going to do the right thing and reopen everything. And the people go, yeah, good for you. Too little, too late, but good for you. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to the marriage rates being at an all-time low, lowest in recorded history. When men are not participating in dating, when men are not going out and getting college educated and getting these these more expensive or better paying jobs, I should say, so they can buy the big home for the family and have kids and buy the fancy car to impress a woman. When the guys just say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to make good money. I'm going to live comfortably and whatever else I make, I'm just going to put in the bank so I can retire early. Maybe I'll be living in Southeast Asia when I'm 45. When you do that, the economy hurts. The economy pays for it. Women that want families pay for it. And and what I mean by pay for it is that I cannot change the way that men are viewed in society because if I say anything, I am my skin color and my age and I'm part of the patriarchy. I, I can't, I have no control. And then I'm called names and I'm shamed out and, and everything else. And they say, well, you're just, you're just scared of losing power. It has nothing to do with that. A 14-year-old boy doesn't have anything to do with any patriarchies and any power schemes. He's just trying to make his way through school. Yet, when somebody says man bad and so on, it's, well, he's also a young man and he feels, he feels that societal pressure. He feels that angst against him. He's done nothing wrong. So until we fix these things, until we find a way to correct them to where we feel as guys comfortable and okay with, with how we're being treated, it's not about marches. It's not about protests because women march and they have their protests and everything like that. It's about not participating in things that don't serve you, that don't do well for you. And, and again, that's keeping your money and not spending it on junk and not spending it on big purchases that might be for a family or, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not dating, so I don't need a fancy car, sports. Now I do have a motorcycle, but that's for my fun. But I don't need a, a fancy vehicle to go out and, and show the world or, or make to impress some girl. I don't need a big house. I'm living in an, a 2005 school bus that I'm converting into a 30-foot or actually a 38-foot RV. I'm going to be driving that around the country. But all my money that I make is just sitting in the bank other than purchasing a little bit of wood and some batteries. 
Because that's my way of saying, you know what? I'm not going to live by your rules anymore. And I don't like the rules you've set. And until you change them, I'm out. Well, I think it's important that if we think this way and we can talk to other people that are dissatisfied with the way things are going and they participate, eventually there'll be too many participating that if we don't change some laws and don't change some attitudes, they're not going to like the outcome of this. And it's not that we're going to do anything bad. It's that we're not going to do anything. We're just going to stop participating. I think once that starts happening, you'll see some changes. Now, you may disagree, and it may take millions of men more doing this. But if we do, I think you'll see that maybe some things change and some attitudes change. and may not even be in my lifetime. But if a 15-year-old guy right now growing up, when he gets to be my age, can have a family, can have the laws not rake him over the coals if he does get divorced, something like that, then my I'm fine with making my little bit of sacrifice now just to... You know, plant a tree today whose shade you know you will not enjoy, that it'll it'll be the next generation. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at this in a weird way, but uh, it's my way of kind of saying, I don't like things, so I'm out. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, do you kind of think this way, or is, is it, are you just saying, uh, dating's just not for me, so I, I'm not out there? Let me know what your thoughts are on this one. I'm really curious, and I know I kind of took down an interesting path to get there, but I don't know. I think it's kind of a fun idea to think about. Uh, guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below. Thank you very much for those of you that have and dug deep. I love that. It does help me out. Uh, for the rest of you, you can like, comment, share, subscribe. Guys, this is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker, and remember, sometimes the best way to get things to change is by not participating.